Prosperity Radio, your nostalgic station. Prosperity Radio, beauty in diversity. This is Prosperity Radio. Now, brothers and sisters, good night. Hope you're feeling all right. Will you come freestyle at the control to make things bright and to make you feel all right? All right? All right. Load up the school bus, you. Head out. School time. <laughs> what does John do? What does John do?
all, the sounds of Caesar are there, man. The children indeed are the future. Well, I'm joined today by two amazing young creative minds here. They're live in uh, Liverpool. Two amazing authors. One, she started at the age of five, published her first book, The Girl on the Journey. And then last year, published another one, Destiny, her name, actually, and The Troll. And that book became Amazon bestseller. And join me, sister, destiny, and brother Caleb. And Mama is also there as well. But let me bring in the two young creative minds here, two authors. Welcome to Feferity Radio, Caleb, and young destiny. How are you both doing? Good, thank you. And how have you been coping with the weather today? Because it's blowing, the wind is so strong, isn't it? How is Liverpool? You guys all right? Our car over. It almost blew our car over. Really? Yeah. Oh. I mean, it was good that um, nothing happened. Yes, it was. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I saw some trees falling down and um, on top of cars, and it was really, really bad, isn't it? But it's good, it's good to have you both. Don't be shy, okay? Don't be shy. Here oh, is... Okay. Don't worry. Okay, fantastic. So, Caleb, tell us, because you are 12 years old, right? Yes. And how old were you when you found, you noticed that you love writing and also love to read? I loved reading from a very young age. I've always loved reading since I can remember. I've always loved it. And writing, it came... A long time ago, I always knew I could write as long as I was like, okay, I can do this, I'm going to do this, and put my mind to it to write a book. And when I thought like that, that helped me to write a book. So I've loved reading books in general. I've read many books over the years, like David Wallian books, Diary of Wounded books, and all these different books. I've read like over 600 books, and every time I finish one book I'm always on to another or asking for a new book because most a lot of us all of us in our household are reading so there's always new books that you can read that is incredible I mean at such a young age you're talking about you've read about 600 books so tell us about because mommy and daddy must have been written to you from a very young age, right? Yes. It always started off like that. I'd bring my book home from school and then I'd sit down and read with them, my school reading book, and then they'd write down how fluent I've been reading. And they took me to many learning centres to learn with my reading skills. Can you remember one of, I mean, any of your favourite books? Um, yes. The Midnight Gang by David Walliams. Also, I like The Meltdown of Diary of a Wimpy Kid and The Griffin of Buckingham Palace by David Walliams. And I've got a lot of favourite books also. Grandpa's Great Escape by David Walliams and I have a list of books. One book that I enjoy is 
um, Fire Boy. I just read that recently. I finished it yesterday, and I started reading a new book I found mm -hmm. in the office. This is incredible. So all those books that you've read, each one tells you a different story and inspires you to become a writer. Is that so? Yes. How old were you when you wrote your first? Was it um, like a autobiograph or was it you're writing your day to day, what you did, a diary? How did you I, start to write? I just like to formulate stories in my head. And a lot of them, like the one I've just written, it came from a story that I made up for Destiny as telling her a bedtime story. And then I told it to my mom and then she's like, this is a very good story and you can publish it. And then she pushed me on. It was over the holidays. I remember every day waking up in the morning, she'd give me her computer to just go and type and finish the book off. And eventually I finished it. And if it wasn't for that story I told Destiny, it wouldn't have happened. This is incredible. And in all of that, you're a very young man. You got half to you gotta have time to play. Do you go up do you play with your peers? Do you play football? Do you have any sort of hobby? Well, yes, I do this a lot. I love football and I want to become a professional, but I always make time to do other things. And I play a lot with my friends. I have a very wide friend group in school too. Mm. And I have a lot of people to communicate with even outside of school. And yeah, I just, I can, I have lots of time to do different things. I have many hobbies like arts and crafts and drawing and reading and football and sports. It's incredible. So you are, as an elder brother, a really true inspiration for your younger sister, Destiny. Yes. Destiny. Yes. You got an incredible older brother, isn't it? I know that. Yes, yes, indeed. It's it's great to, to for you to know. So, what have you learned from your brother Caleb so far? Because he was teaching me how to read my book, and then now I started to write my own book. And you started writing, you well, you published your first book um, two years ago. And what is the name of the book? I've, I've told the story, but tell us. My book, my third book is Destiny and the, the, the Girl on the Journey, and my second book is Destiny. Destiny on the truck. And I would love to say to you, because I would want to tell you about loads of things about me. Mm -hmm. And hello, because I am the youngest author, but not just in the UK, in loads of other places. And I have been number one bestseller, and now I've moved on to my amazing brother, Caleb, and he's now number one bestseller, and I'm very proud of him. Oh, we are very proud of you as well. I mean, listening to the two creative minds there, Dr. Sylvia, mother, I mean, you must be proud, and the father as well. The, the whole um, Likumba family must be so proud. Oh, thank you so much. I must first of all thank you for having us on your radio show. We are truly grateful, and many apologies for the technical issues we've had connecting. And um, Thank you so much. Yes, we are truly proud, uh, proud of them and honored and privileged at the same time humbled 
because I would say that every single child on planet Earth is unique. We are all unique and highly gifted. But the difference is a lot of parents do not see this uniqueness in their children or help them to actually build or work on their talents so they could exhibit it. The only difference that we must submit, of course, apart from this support, like reading with them, buying books, it's really recognizing that gifts and talents and supporting them to bring it into fruition. That's what we have simply done. The talent is all theirs, and I think I give all the glory to God for giving them such talents and gifts that we have helped to nurture and nourish for them to write their books, especially the little one at five. Yes. And the first sister as well, she's the, she used to be the youngest best-selling author, Latoria, of three books in Liverpool. Yeah. But she handed on the baton to her baby sister who now have beaten her or, you know, so fast. <laughs> so it's a beautiful, comp healthy competition going on. But you talked, it's incredible, you talked about all children <clears throat> are incredible, talented. The difficulty is about parents not able to see those qualities or nurture them. I want you to tell us how you did it because you were buying books. Some parents at that same time when they want time to themselves, they will buy something probably that is not educative or might not enhance their creative abilities. So how tell us your journey in how you're able to see their creativeness and able to shape that and nurture that. Okay, oh. I'll tell you about me and how I started <laughs> to write. So one day, I just sat whilst my daddy went away and I was writing something with a girl on a journey and then I just started to write. So then I was so happy I was going to be an author. And then a few months later or a few years later, I started to write that piano song and I got on with it very good and I was writing all the pages and I like went through the girl on the journey like nine times for everybody to fix it very properly and now it's very and now it's out and I'm very very happy and I'm very very proud of myself and also yeah. what would you say to a seven-year-old a five-year-old that want to write like you want to be a publisher and author like you but don't have the opportunity or don't have the time to read what would you say to to them i'd say reading really helps you and i'd say that reading helps you learn new words and that's why i really love reading so much because i'll be learning new words and then you can learn and then you can learn even more bigger words from reading then you can get bigger books and then you can start writing your own book but also, I love reading because I love reading, writing, and drawing, and I'm such a creative little girl. Right, indeed. But some other children like to play all the time. They don't even want to read. They don't want to draw. They don't want to write. What would you say to them? I'll say that if you write a book, it's very good for you. Um, it's good if you beat me because I will teach you how to write your own book and whoever doesn't know how to write a book their children can come to me so i can teach them and also everybody can write a different book everybody's so unique absolutely you see she sees the creativity in all so mother um tell us about how you manage to nurture them to become such a unique um, personality 
Oh, thanks so much. Before the wonderful destiny interrupted, she's so excited to speak. Uh, yeah, you were asking me about, you know, how I managed to, you know, nurture them and also why others are buying, you know, other things, maybe gadgets, we are buying books. I will tell you that first and foremost, most probably my own upbringing and the work I do, which is a lot of empowerment, transformation. You know, I work with young children, I work with adults, individuals to enable them to unleash their authentic identity and life purpose and step out and live a fulfilling life. So I truly understand how powerful we all are. And you will be surprised to know that my children, my son, he's never had any gadget. You know, when they call this the fortnight, never, never. We buy them books. We encourage them to listen to empowering inspirational talks, programs, and to use their own creativity. Mm. I'll rather get them to sit and play together so they bond or mm. play with their friends than stay on gadgets, on, you know, programs. Mm. You know, and the, the, the whole thing is, is I'm, I'm so happy because bringing them up that way and making them understand, you know, how powerful they are, that when they spend time playing uh, gadgets or watching the TV, they are helping other people make money. And over time, they may become addicted. So they are wasting their time. They have limited time on air. But when they use that time wisely, they could create something that others could watch. They could inspire other people. And it's been so amazing how they just fell in love with that. And they've been truly like excited. He never asks for a gadget. Like the moment he knew that he would never have, what was that killer? Is it Fortnite or? PlayStation. He just stopped PlayStation. asking. Yeah. He just stopped. He never asked. They asked for books for Christmas presents. They asked for so many other things for Christmas presents. So I think it's really, once you set that habit, it becomes, it becomes easy. Once they get into that habit of reading, it's like they become in quote, addicted to reading, which is empowering. They want to do that. They are so creative. They are always writing, reading, drawing, you know, using a lot of papers because they don't really have a lot of access. I mean, the TV is there, like for months, no one could watch the TV except that and maybe Caleb if they are watching football. Okay. We really do. <laughs> yeah, it's truly amazing because you have transformed your professional skills onto your own children. And it is less important if you are passing on empowering others and then yet, you know, but you have the example to show. And it's such a, a great example because anyone can now come to you for such an advice of how to develop their skills um, where there's lacking because it is not easy for parents these days to be able to see the good um, creative side of their children and sometimes the children themselves don't want to listen and when you have a combination of a parent who sees that and the child their children themselves sort of realize and adapt to that sort of um, conditioning or programming because again if you didn't program it in that way like you said other people will do it for them easily it is a beautiful thing to to see that what they've learned from the both of you as parents and what they've received has given them such a contentment in craving for the things that we all have and yet we are not satisfied and um but to see young 
children, I've got five myself, but to see young children who at this age, and I've got a five-year-old, and um, I could have wished for a lot of things um, for her, but, um, but it's such an inspiration to see a young five-year-old able to publish a book, um, and she speaks and encourages others to, to practice um, writing, an incredible thing about what Destiny said as well. If any child needs help, come to me. Um, that is just shows the motherly or parent-like nature that you have been passing on to other people for a very long time. Thank you very much for that. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, again, we really wish that every parent that is watching will actually learn and be there to inspire their children. And especially because she's a child, I believe a lot of children, we see themselves in her and they will inspire uh, she will inspire them to write their own books. Are we are we clear? Do you hear us clearly? Very loud and clear, yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you. So, and like you were saying, we must be the true, the greatest. I always say this: our life is the greatest testimony of our authority. Like you said, if I'm empowering others out there, and that does not take place in my own life, in my family, my children, then I think I'm not shining the light enough. We need to be that light. So, Caleb, how do you, um, because you've got young peers, you're a young man out growing, you, got, uh, you, you play football and you love sports and you're very creative, but there are a lot of young people who might not be as creative as you. Do you help them? Um, yes, I do help a lot of ways. And I also help in school, like in primary school, I used to be the school council. I got that job three years in a row and then I had Fantastic. to pass it on to and now in my new school, in my first year in year seven, I'm the head of my year, year seven. So I go around helping other people and also helping organizing things like like house games and things like that. That's, that's very great. And you have a lot of um, young boys who look up to you as well. Do they come to you for help? And do they ask you, how do you manage to write books and read? Yeah, it's it's also, I remember my friends in primary school, I was always telling them these books that I read. And once my friend for my birthday, my very close friend, mm -hmm. Noah, he bought me my first David Williams book. And because I was bored one night, I remember that night, that same night, I just found the book under my pillow, so I started to read it, and then that was my first ever day with Walliams book, and then I loved it. I stayed up until like probably midnight reading the book, and then when I finished the book, I told no, and he's like, I was expecting you to read the books, and then, and then I told him that, I told him that he should start reading the books too, and I told him, I told him that it made me laugh a lot, and I really liked the book, and that was my first ever book and if you saw the size of the book it was a very thick book wow and i would have said no that probably has too much pages but after i've read it as like very enjoyable book um before usually i get a new book i usually go back and read them another one or two times just to make sure i remember the book and then it sticks with me so what what sort of um in terms of um, story, um, would you like to go into writing fiction, children's stories? 
I like fiction stories and like like non-fiction stories too, like facts files and things like I like. Like I like books about football and facts like that. And the book that I'm reading now, right now, that I just found yesterday and started reading, it's a non-fiction book about the history of the World Cup. And I've learned all these new facts and exciting things. Wow, this is incredible. Um, Destiny. Yes. <laughs> she's uh, she's very excited. I mean, so I mean, Caleb, tell us about you are in the process of writing another book. Yes. What is that book going to be about? You want to tell us it's a little bit? On family adventure, and it has different short stories on it, and we're doing it all together as a group because. Over the lockdown, we started club, and at the end, everyone started to write a short story, which is going to be published by the Canby Global Publishing. So now we're finishing off those books, and I'm typing the last few stories on mine, and it's a book with many short stories in it, right. and it's going to be published soon, and there's other children in this competition who have also written their books and sent it in. So you got a Facebook handle? I'm not Caleb Latoria. We use the Likami Global Publishing. Okay. Like, for, for example, he's not been on social media because there was no reason for him to be there. Mm -hmm. But now probably as an author, we'll allow him to start using it. But a big sister, because she's done a lot within books, she also has a, a skincare, organic care uh, line business okay. so she's more with the social media he is just joining now yeah it's a very um different world to uh, but it's very good in terms of what you're doing to be able to be maximize the the potential out there where can we buy the books destiny is so excited to speak i'm allowed to speak she's used to being the one talking a lot okay so you can get my book from me. Do you want to read a passage for us, um, Destiny? You got the book in your hand. She's got a pa the book in her hand. I think she's really keen to read a passage for us. Yes. You can get my book from me at a reduce you my own face. You can get it from Amazon if you just see my books and some pictures. Or you can get it from my mommy dad. Mommy and Daddy for seeing their faces as well. Oh. I really want to read this lovely book of mine called Destiny and the Troll. That's a second book, Destiny and the Troll. Of course it is. And I'll have four more other books left as well. Once there was a girl named Destiny who loved spending time in nature with her family. One day, Destiny asked him, Mom, can I go to the forest and into the deep dark woods? Please, my mom said, no, Destiny, it's too dangerous to go into the woods all by yourself. Wow. Destiny was sad. She dropped her head down and went downstairs. She went out of the door onto the trampoline. Destiny put the trampoline by the door. Then Destiny closed the door and went back upstairs into her room. This is just, um, just one more paper and this one. This is going to be the last page and I'll just read the last one. So okay. then after I finish this book. No problem. We're listening. So, back in the room, Destiny had 
No way, is this That's now the great idea to jump out of the window and run into the woods. She didn't want her mom to see it. But before she jumped out of the window, she said that she decided to put the trampoline underneath her bedroom so she would not get hurt. I will. Okay, do you want to ask the questions? Can I just please? Yeah. Yeah, she's flicking through the pages trying to. Okay, give us another one. Which one do you want to read? This is why I love this lobby. Daddy, save Maria and say, Maria, it's fine. You don't have to be here. You can go outside of the house while I fight the troll. The troll was upset and started to cry because oh. he didn't get Maria. Destiny came to the troll and asked, Who are you and what are you doing here? The troll replied, I am called Tommy Nomi and I'm the brutus of all trolls. Destiny shouted, Look, you are crying. You are not even great. You cannot take my friend with you, she added. I will yet. Well done. Well done, Destiny. That is the last page. Okay, well done. You know, you're a good reader as well. And I was going to ask, who did the artwork? Because, um, Caleb, you're talking about you draw and um, Destiny as well. Who did the artwork for the book, Destiny and the Troll? Me, myself. Wow. Show us the picture again. And I send it to a professional. Wow, this is incredible. Wow, that's great. Um, so we can get a copy on Amazon. Is that right, Mama? Yes, we can get on Amazon. And it's also an order bookshop. W.H. Smith, I just realized yesterday, they mm -hmm. also have it. Waterstones, Nikami Global Publishing, which is a publishing company, and various online retail stores as well and bookshops. You'll be able to get the books from there. Launching the book tomorrow is currently on sale. I think $8.99. She has a virtual book launch tomorrow. Okay. And you have it also on um, audio as well? She's going to read. She's preparing now. She's ready to record it so we can have an audio book. Okay. So maybe children can watch her read. Fantastic. And um, what about on Kindle? People can also download. Yeah, we've got support on Kindle. Yeah, thank you. Wow, well, Lily Combi family, um, such a creative, creative family. To have such a children like this is, is definitely, to be a parent is very handful, but uh, I'm sure you don't have as much problem because like Master Caleb likes, likes to read and, uh, and write, and both of them too. So it's not about calling them to come inside or where have you been today. That is less of a problem. But uh, what are the sort of challenges uh, as a parent that you face? Because, you know, in every sort of situation, there must be challenges. Oh, yeah, great. There are lots of challenges. And then you tell me about that yourself, you definitely know as a parent. Um, I think especially it's so challenging in this country, in the United Kingdom. I grew up in Cameroon, West of Africa. Mm. You know, children are so respectful. You definitely know. I'm not sure if you grew up here in this country or in Africa. Very respectful. Yes, indeed, yeah. People think my children are super respectful. They are, don't get me wrong. But, you know, sometimes, uh, of course, they are born here, isn't it? They speak mm. the Queen's language. People think like, oh, Syria, your accent is amazing. You speak great English. Mm. They correct me like every now and again. Yeah, you know, yeah. 
That's right. <laughs> like the moment you are in your forties and you can't even pronounce this well. So it's like, That's the know, challenges that we find, isn't it, as um, people that came from the continent or born in the continent? Because they have the asset and then they yeah. think like, you know, they know a lot. So sometimes there is that thing of like correction and, you know, they want to tell you this is not how it's pronounced. And once we've just had to say, you know what, English is not accent. As long as we say it rightly, the accent may be wrong, but you get it, mm -hmm. that is fine. And then another challenge, which for us, it's not much of a challenge, but we cannot have a blind eye because you know the community in which we grow, the secular world. Unfortunately, there's a lot of distraction. And that's why my husband and myself, we take it so much at heart to empower young people, to empower families, to work with couples, to work with parents, because we know that families are the building blocks of communities. If our families are broken, then unfortunately, this will be reflected in the community. So there is that challenge that you tell your child one thing, they go out there into the world, into the school, is another thing. But I think where parents come in and it's so vital, where you set those foundational pillars that will remain unshakable, is to build them from small, from childhood, from birth. Mothers, when even you are pregnant, start speaking to your children. Make them understand their greatness, their worth their uniqueness once those pillars are set it doesn't matter what they encounter out there they will be unshakable my children can never be bullied they stand up for bullies they know they are unique they don't see themselves we really don't talk about race in this in our home because for me i grew up in cameroon race was not an issue yeah. my parents didn't tell me go describe yourself as a black yeah. majority of us were like this I describe myself based on my uniqueness, my work, my strengths. So we embed the same principles in our children. You are worthy, you are unique, you are a unique creation of the almighty God. There is none like you on planet Earth. They have set the solid foundation. And when they step out there, despite the challenges, they have brought such an incredible, unshakable foundation. So I think it is really standing on those principles and values never let go of them once you set that on your children they become unshakable and they believe they can solve there are no limitations like she would say look destiny at what age can anyone write a book anybody can write a book at any age they can write at one two three four five 99 98 97 even 100. awesome so those are the kind of things she believes like People are feeling it's super fantastic, but she tells us, she normalizes so it. Right. He wrote this book at 12, and that's still fine. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's it, really. There are challenges, but challenges in life are for us to learn, become better, and really resilient. So we embrace the challenges. I am not really like saying those challenges have knocked me down. They've only made me better, a better, more resilient, and unshakable parent and mom. So I think if we embrace it, it's how we look at challenges as well. And our mindset is so important. We need to be optimistic at all times. And we need to lead by example. Our children will do a lot of what we, we do, they see us doing, than what we just say and not do. Yeah, I think that's an, um, a great principle, example to live, isn't it? Um, it's not just about saying it, but um, it's about doing it. And then maybe sometimes don't say it. Uh, but again, if you're going to say it, then, then continue doing it.
But um, it, it, it's uh, it, it's such a great honor to talk to you and the, the the two amazing children, the young children that you've got there. Because you know, for someone who's born in the continent, um, to come over here and um, have children and being able to instill such a value on them and seeing that growing, nurturing, and how much they embrace it. And also, like you said, giving them so much inner power that um, they can be bullied um, is such a, a great thing. And it is not an easy road to, I mean, to walk in at all, coming from the continent as a very matured person and having children here in the UK, living in Liverpool. Um, but again, it is a great example to to a lot of us here. A lot of people who um, have come through the same journey as yourself, um, one way or the other, I think is a great inspiration because it might not work for everybody, but also to see it working um, will help others to one day look at uh, Young Destiny and Caleb as a great example, not, not only representing Cameroon, but also, <laughs> you know, the, the world at large. So it is an honor. Um, Mr. Caleb, you said the book is, is it coming out? Yeah, the book is about family life. It's coming out in April. In April. And it's like short stories, lots of short stories put together. All of them involve family and like, like bonding and getting closer together and love and adventure together. And I really like the theme of a family like adventuring out or going somewhere because I like adventure adventure books so I chose my family to go on like adventures for this well that's great what's the name of the book um family adventures this family adventures it has inside of it so there's like so there's like more than one story like yeah yeah is it my ideal family adventure yeah. Uh, yeah, because the Lonship program, it was led by her sister and uh, during the lockdown to support children because we understood that children might have been bored, would be maybe just playing games. So we did like a, a creative writing, the Intelligent Mind Book Club, mm -hmm. where we inspired and encouraged young children to read. And as part of that project, we wanted to support them and inspire them to write their own uh, their stories that mm -hmm. we can publish it. So even though it's not like a full book from them, they can really be, be inspired that they have been in a published book. They are authors in a published book. So that's how it came around. Okay. Well, I mean, it's a pleasure having all of you here today on Fairity Radio, giving us uh, some really great insight into the Lukumbi family and also uh, to uh, inform us about um, the book they've written, uh, Destiny, and the troll, the girl on the journey, and Caleb, what's the, what, what's the name of your book? Family in the Shipwreck. Family in the Shipwreck. That's great. Three books already and one coming up in April. Um, if Destiny has two books, but there's one coming out. It's last way. He has three books. Oh. Tell them all your books are coming I've written two books. Two books, yes. And I have four more books left. Wow. 
and um, we're going to see another four more coming up. So it's going to be in total. And um, we look forward to that, um, Destiny, and we want to wish you all the best. You've been such a really creative, a very good. You're talented, and you've given us a lot to think about today. And I'm sure we're going to get your books, and we're going to be keep. And we're going to be keeping an eye on the Likombi family and all your publication coming up. We'll make sure here on Fairytale Radio as well, we will tell all our listeners about the books that you're going to be publishing. How about that? Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. We are really grateful. Thank you. Well, thank you all. Um, Destiny, Dr. Sylvia, and um, Master Caleb, thank you very much for joining us here today. Um, on for Ferry to Radio. We wish you all the best. Oh, thank you so much. We really wish you a wonderful time as well. And thank you for having us. And we hope those who can join the book launch, the virtual book launch tomorrow. Oh this. yeah, give us um give us the information. A nice day to rest. Oh thank you. Yeah she's having the book launch, the virtual book launch. We'll have a proper one during the World Book Day of Destiny and the Troll. And she's yeah you're having it tomorrow, isn't it? So it's tomorrow on Zoom, and we share the Zoom link. And uh, at 3 o'clock, 3 p.m., UK time, to 2. And I think her brother and her sister will also be reading. And you have some friends from school reading with her. I think she wanted to show you the invitation. You, my invitation. Okay. That looks really pretty. Thank you. The information is on your website, yeah? So the website is on the Feferity um, News Channel, and uh, you will see Destiny, um, our little story, and you click on the link, and you will get all the details for tomorrow. What time tomorrow? 3 p.m. UK time. It's 3 p.m., and it finishes at 5 p.m. Oh. Okay, we'll be there, and don't be late. Um... Caleb, let me ask you a little thing, one thing though about sport. I mean, w- w- which team do you support? I support PSG. You're neutral, isn't it? <laughs> well, that's really oh. good. I mean, that's not, that's not bad. I mean, they're doing very well. Thank you very much for joining us here today, Caleb, oh. Dr. Sylvia, and Destiny Likombi. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I love you. We love you too. And stay beautiful. Continue to write and be a good girl. And you become, I mean, the both of you become the best publishers and writers in our time. We will never forget you from this day. Oh, bless you. And I'm going to play for you Jerusalem. You know, that song that was really helping people during the lockdown. It's really nice. Bano Boy and Master KG. Okay. Oh, bless. bless her there. Little Destiny. She's seven years old. The Girl on the Journey, the first book, and Destiny on the Troll, the second, the bestseller, Amazon number one bestseller last year, 2021. And Brother, the Shipwreck, Caleb, Lekombi. Thank you very much to the Lekombi family. What a talented and creative family.
tune here, Jerusalem, a tune that really helped a lot of us during the lockdown. Is it 2019 or 2021? <laughs> well, thank you very much to the Likombi family. Spoke to um, Caleb 
and sister Destiny Caleb. He's 12 years old.